views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We've got a great show for you guys today. Let's look at this. Look at this book, The Not-So-Little Book of Surprises. Cool, right? Cool book. Um, Thank you, Will, for being here today. My guest today is Will Arntz. And one of the things I love is I go back to reading a few things, Will, and all of a sudden I remembered a little bit about back in the day, as we like to say, back in the day, you and I had corporate jobs, right? We did. we, We somehow had some kind of job where we were back working with something other than what we're doing today. And all of a sudden now we find ourselves here, years go by, and the journey as we look at it could literally be episodes from the Game of Thrones if we really looked at things, right? So I want to start out by the not-so-little book of surprises, but I want to ask you this question before we even get into the book, is you have had many accomplishments for people that may or may not know who you are. You know, you made the film, created, produced, directed, what the bleep do we know, right? Here's the question. What are some of the not-so- little lists of surprises that your life has dealt you? (laughs) Well, uh, geez, the first, um, I guess, surprise, although it wasn't at at the time, when I graduated from uh, college, I I got a job working on high-energy lasers as a research physicist. And um, this was basically Star Wars technology, huge lasers. I... uh, figured out how to do optical simulators for these high-energy lasers. And the idea was, this is the early 70s, we were going to put them in a 747, fly them up high, and when the Ruskies shot a missile at us, turn on the big flashlight and melt them out of the sky. Um, It turned out that that didn't work because the atmosphere would end up diffracting the beam and then it didn't have enough power. That's why Reagan got the bright idea, or someone gave him the bright idea to stick all this up in space. But I was long gone by then because I had done the, the work and my my idea was to, it was fairly well paying back then, 
was to work for a year and a half, quit and become a hippie again. Yeah. Which is what I did. Yeah. So then I hippied out for a while and went around and did that. And um, a friend of mine I grew up with was, was at BU as a film student making a film. He said, hey, you want to help me make my master's thesis? I said, okay. <laughs> so I went up there and he and I produced this, this movie back then. And then after that, I, I was going to go to L.A. and become a filmmaker, but I just couldn't take L.A. Every time I went there, I got depressed. So I decided to move to San Francisco and be a hippie once more. I did that. But I was always doing um, jobs in computer world to get money. Well, eventually I find a spiritual teacher. Spiritual teacher gets the bright idea to send all his students to computer school. So we they would have some some money and could live well in the world. Yeah, That went from one thing to another. And eventually our task was to write a piece of system software, create a company around it and sell it for millions of dollars, which I did. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I did the, uh, I wrote the code and then became the entrepreneur, sold the company, did a second company, did that. And then I decided that was it. Uh, I was going to retire again. And then that's when I got the idea to do What the Bleep. And it started off as a small little documentary. And one thing led to another. And pretty soon, I'm having visions of grandeur. And I'm <laughs> saying, oh, let's make a movie that'll play around the world. Everyone said I was crazy. I said, that's nothing new. And I did it anyway. And as they say, the rest is history. So right, right, right. Cutest route. Well, and the first time I met you was at the Seattle screening of What the Bleep, because we were doing the show and, you know, all of a sudden it was like, well, wait a minute, you, you know, these folks are coming in town and they've got this film that's going to be played at a, a local movie theater. And, well, if we don't get the word out, nobody's really going to know very much about that. Um, and, you know, it's fascinating, though, because when I went back and I reread the book and I'm looking at the book, the not so little book surprises, I'm really struck by the dots that got connected in my life, how they got connected as I look back. And you can't possibly have a business plan that would describe what you just described to our listeners and certainly for me. So I wanted to ask you about this. You know, how is it in the world we live in today where we're so connected, right? Information, information. How important is it for us to make sure we do get surprises? Well, hey, well, hey, uh, boy, that's a that's there's like four ways you could go with that question. I know, boy, don't you love uh, it? I know, and I know. Well, talk about a curveball slider. So, um, geez, we are being surprised. I mean, you know, all you have to do is pick up the, uh, well, I was going to say the paper, I guess I yeah. just did myself, you know, yeah. pick up the tablet and look at the news today and you're probably going to get surprised. There are so many bizarre things going on right now, things that I never thought I would ever see. I mean, it's just, uh, especially in the political scene in the United States, there's stuff going on there that I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is crazy. This is insane. So there are those surprises. Unfortunately, they're not necessarily good surprises. And right. then there's other surprises like what I just saw this morning. Houston's gotten two feet of rain 
and yes. the um, the uh, hurricane stalled out, so it's not moving. They said they could get two more feet of rain. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God, poor people. So, yep. uh, boy, they're in for a surprise. Um, but you know, the thing is that, that we have so much information coming at us that, in some respects, after a while, everyone gets just cross-eyed. Right. They get weary. They, it, there's just like too much. And so everyone tunes out and, and because they're always being, you know, hit by the text or the email or the Instagram or whatever is going on, there's so much going on that I see people sort of starting to, to fuzz out. And it's hard to surprise people because everything is so bizarre nowadays. So um, I really think that with everything going on, people have to learn the art of being surprised, which is I agree. kind of why we did the book. I agree. And, you know, let's just talk about this before we go to break uh, as well, because you're going to be um, uh, at uh, East West Bookshop, right, coming up here in a week or so for yeah. a book signing. And whenever we say book signing, you know, people don't really understand what that means to have that kind of dialogue engage with you, uh, you know, as well as Deidre. I mean, you know, here we are talking about a book of surprises. And the question I want us to explore is, in the world we live in, do surprises happen to us or do we happen to surprises? It's an interesting idea. Um, first of all, how can people get a copy of the book and how can they find out more about you and about what's going to be going on on September 9th? Well, I'll do the last question first. Okay. Uh, September 9th, East West. Um, if you go to bookofsurprises.com, mm -hmm. there's an events page there somewhere and you can go there and, uh, there it'll say exactly what we're doing at the East West bookstore times and all that good stuff. Um, there'll be books there. Obviously it's a bookstore, so, um, there'll be books to <clears throat> sell and whatnot. And, and I should probably explain a little bit. People say, Oh, it's a book signing. What, what, what are we right. going to do? Well, Deirdre and I have put together a little road show for this. Right. And we call it the mystic and the physicist. I obviously am a, ph a physicist <laughs> and Deirdre is the mystic and she's been a mystic since she since age three. It's just the way she is. So we we talk a little bit about the, the bouncing back and forth between science and spirituality, mysticism and hardcore science, and sort of looking at the place where they meet. And more importantly, a conversation about why it's so important now to revisit this. Um, obviously, I hit it pretty hard in What the Bleep. Yeah. There I talked about the correspondences, but now we're taking it a step further and saying in the world today, why is this so important? Yeah, I love this conversation. I love the book. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the surprises that are in the book. And maybe they're what you're thinking, but maybe they're not. We are here at a time of new beginnings. It is time to rethink everything that you have learned right from the book. It's time to take perception and turn it on its head. I love this. And for many of you that have been chasing the eclipse and, you know, still keep your sun, you keep your eclipse glasses on, it's time now to take them off in new beginnings. What happens if the surprise on the surface may not be the most pleasant thing happening to you, but yet opens the door to what you wanted exactly. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Will Arnt's in the house. By the way, the book is fantastic. 
the not so little book of surprises. The photography is beautiful. When we come back, we're going to talk about the energy of surprises and what we can do to maintain that opening for possibility. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you struggling in a relationship and deeply craving some tools and support to get things back on track? Do you crave having a loving, compassionate relationship with Mr. Right, but always seem to pick Mr. Wrong? Well, Sarah Luce can help. She's created a four-week online course starting September 28th that will teach you how to shift your energy and behavior to have new transformative outcomes. And you're going to get a personal one-on-one session with Sarah to ensure you get powerful, personal results. Sign up today at sarahluce.com. Tune in to Mainstream Metaphysics Radio to harness your connection with the universe to effect change for optimal success and happiness. Name one of the country's top psychics. Eve now brings her insights and gifts to this weekly hit call-in show. Joined by visionaries, leaders, and gifted others, but mostly you. Jot it down. Thursdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. powerful insight and practical tools to support you on your spiritual journey. Access your higher self and tune in every second and fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific to A Life Untethered with Andrew Martin, walking the path of freedom. Andrew is a highly attuned intuitive oracle, energy worker, spiritual teacher, and international radio host. For more about Andrew and his services, visit thelightedones.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Discover the healing medicine from the giant monkey tree frog, Cambo. Cambo practitioner Ginny Rutherford and professional psychic Todd Rolson have come together for lively discussions of alternative healing medicines from the Amazon. Ginny and Todd bring you Cambo Talk Radio. Tune in each Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific to hear from guests all over the world with real life stories and the medicinal benefits of Cambo. For more information, visit CamboKiss.com. There was a time I used to look into my father's eyes. In a happy home, I was a king, I had a golden throne. Those days are gone, now the memories on the wall. I hear the songs from the places where I was born. Hey everybody, 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Will Arnst joining me here today. You know, before the break, what I was saying is, and by the way, here's the book, folks, right? But I want to say something about it before we get into it. It's a book that has the most beautiful imagery. And, you know, before we came back, what I was doing is I was reading from this page, and I think you all can see it, right? That's the image that goes with, we are here at a time of new beginnings. It is a time to rethink everything, everything that you have learned. And it's, and you go on to say, it is time to take perception and turn it on its head. And I was so struck by that because I was sharing a little story with you during the break. And life happens. Things happen. But we do have the ability to choose how we view those things. Is that what you mean here? Well, that is, of course, true because things happen to us all the time. Some of them we like, some of them we don't like. I mean, some people say, oh, I create my reality. I've created everything that happens to me. And that's a nice idea, but I don't think it's true. I think where you do have the chance for creating is your response, just like you said. So that quote is saying, yes, you do have a choice in things. And part of the choice, people think, okay, I can choose how I react. Am I going to get angry, go into fear, be upset? But also it's saying, no, you actually have a choice in your perceptions. You know, we're not just like walking around with a video camera and a tape recorder in our heads. We are really choosing our perceptions. And what it's saying is like, hey, everyone, you can focus on something different. You can change your perceptions. And guess what? It's time to do that because things are changing very, very rapidly. And as Bob said, you better start swimming or you'll sink like the stone because <laughs> are a changing. Yeah. You know, what's funny about this. You and I around the same time were back in an or working with lasers. Now you were working with lasers. I was working at the time for the telephone company and the scientists, the big bang people, Bell Labs. And yeah, lasers are us, right? I mean, this was the arena of that. And to go full circle that you and I are actually talking today is a surprise for me as well, because I can't say that I planned this. I can't say it. But the question is, how do we know how to cultivate a perception that's going to help us move forward in life the way we want? Whoa. Well, you asked these real <laughs> You must have been at Bell Lab. Bell Lab, people who don't know, was a real think tank. Um, you know, a lot of amazing stuff came out of Bell Labs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you but, know, I, but I was a clerk at Bell Labs. I wasn't a scientist. I mean, my, my greatest contribution to Bell Labs is I learned how to play table tennis with the engineers. And I had bagels with, the, the you know, Arno Penzias, uh, Mr. Big Bang. Yeah, well, it just osmosis. osmosis. <laughs> Actually, there's a story I want to tell you very sure. briefly. You, you like these connections. Yeah. You, you, you said, you know, you, when we met before um, in your TV when, or radio thing, when what the bleep was coming out in Seattle, that 
theater time in Seattle made a huge difference because what happened was we went there and at the time there was that movie um, Super Size Me was out. Yeah. They had gotten tons and tons of PR. Every, they were on uh, Letterman. I mean, they got tons of PR. We were playing in one theater. They were playing in another. And we completely sold out all the nights and they did like, okay. Yeah. And after that, we got a call from their distributor and they said, you know, we don't know what you guys are doing, but oh my God, do you need a distributor? And up till then we had tried to get a distributor. Everyone said, no, quantum physics and spirituality, you're crazy. No one's going to go there. But after that Seattle showing, they said, we are interested in, in distributing you. So who knows how much your little radio show yeah. to give us a distributor. It's so interesting. Isn't way- that funny? Yeah, you were talking about these things. How do you set up your perception so that things happen the way you want them to? Mm-hmm. How do you know you just you follow your intuition. You do. You have your plan, but you cannot plan. It's not like, oh, I'm going to do this, and then this is going to happen, this is going to happen. It's kind of like you do your best. And you turn it over to the universe. And who knows if there's a chance, maybe if you hadn't done that radio interview, we would have never got a distributor. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? I hadn't thought about it like that. But you know what I loved about it? I knew intuitively to do it. I I didn't know much about you guys. It was new for me, this venue. Um, I don't have a background of radio. I dialed a wrong phone number. That's how I actually got my first show. And I just knew that this was perfect. And I think because I grew up on the East Coast and the idea of what the belief, and of course you can fill in the rest of that however you want, I grew up with an energy of what that meant. And, you know, today I sit here and you and I are talking and what we've put together here is a show that talks about your, you know, your latest work about surprises every day. There are thousands of surprises that could show up for people. It it happens anywhere. You know, the car accident you didn't plan on, the highway that you're in the middle of that got backed up now, the appointment that you may or may not make, the calls that you will have at your office job or otherwise, or maybe the smile that your child will have on his or her face before you leave the door very unexpected. And I wanted to talk with you about this idea of new beginnings, because when the eclipse was getting ready to happen, everybody was talking about new beginnings, new beginnings. And I'm not sure where that energy has gone. Well, I mean, you know, it kind of opened a doorway. Mm -hmm. And then that always happens. A doorway opens. Um, Let me let me tell you a little bit. I've done some research about the physiology of surprise. Yes. And something happens when a surprise happens. First off, your brain just dumps a whole bunch of dopamine in the brain. And basically what that does is it wakes you up. And there's an instant there where you have to decide whether that surprise is life-threatening or not. Because it could be the surprise is there's a tiger 20 feet away looking at you, licking its lips. That's from evolution that happens. Or it could be a surprise like you just won the lottery. Yeah. You have to very quickly discern that. So one thing that happens psychologically is time slows down. 
People talk about when you go into a, um, a car accident, they'll say, oh my God, everything was in slow motion. So your physiology changes. And so all this dopamine goes in the brain and your neuroplasticity goes way up. And the neuroplasticity is the ability for all the neurons in your brains to rewire. So they were kind of like this and they, they can go like that. Normally it takes a lot of effort to redo your neuro nets. But in that moment of surprise, neuroplasticity is there and you can rewire. So when you talk about a time of new beginnings, the surprise gives the, you the ability to rewire your brain very quickly. And when you do that, guess what? You're different. Mm -hmm. So that's the doorway. And that's why we started the book out with that quote, because it's saying, okay, surprise, here we go. And with that happening, when every time you're surprised, if you know how to dance with it, if you let the surprise happen, then that's a doorway for transformation. But, you know, most of us, myself included, you know, as humans, <clears throat> we also like the comfort zone, the, the feel good zone, the <clears throat> I'm a challenge zone. So people, there's a tendency to go back to the old. What we're saying with surprise, it gives you the opportunity to change and never look back. Yeah, you know, I, I one of the things that I wanted to ask you about as well was this idea of um, how we, each of us, can tap into the world of possibilities when we are tapping in to the energy of surprise within ourselves. Because, you know, for me, um, I think about the things in my life that have happened, you know, and I've shared these with my, my, you know, the audience from time to time. My mother committed suicide when I was six. I was homeless at 17. And, you know, it goes on and on and on. And I think about what I learned from those experiences that helped me. I don't think you can plan to be homeless. It's kind of like a surprise. But when it right, but when it happens, what directions can we go? What directions? How do we look at the energy of practicality, the energy of intuition, and the energy of putting the pieces together? so that we could live the lives we want. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. And what are my little friends, the bumblebees, the honeybees doing in the book? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I've been ignoring this big lump in my throat. I shouldn't be crying tears were for Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two M's, morgan.com, or call 206 are you stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a life of inspiration, love, self-acceptance, and fun? Sounds like you're on the verge, on the verge to your next big thing. 
Join Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio, helping you use your breakdown for a breakthrough, overcome life's greatest challenges, and live the life you want and deserve. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio or visit seattlehealinghypnosis.com for more information. Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, is bringing you the hit show Healthy Edge Radio, living with power, passion, and purpose. Amber provides the support and tools necessary for you to finally release the weight and emotions that are hidden beneath the weight. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information on how you can take the next step with Amber, visit GetTheHealthyEdge.com. Live your magnificence, for the love of joy is a precious gift offered to us by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. He takes us on an incredible 30-day adventure to expand our minds and hearts with the nectar of life, love, and joy. This book will help you bring more joy, love, health, abundance, adventure, romance, and magnificence into your life. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Whatever it is, it's just laughing at me, and I just want to scream. Hey everybody, William Arts joining me here today. Will, before we kind of jump ahead and we kind of go crazy into this conversation a little bit here, um, the book is fabulous. I mean, I love it. The images are so energetically connecting and then the messaging that is with them it's just really powerful very very powerful um and and i know you're going to be in seattle you're going to be at east west books and for folks that haven't gotten the book yet let's do two things how can they get a copy of the book and then how can they you know come visit with you when you're at east west books well the um unfortunately i don't have all the times so i'll look it up with the I, next i can one. look it up Oh, there she goes. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah, um, I have uh, Sunday, September 9th, 7 to 8.30, uh, workshop and book signing. And I uh, want to make sure all of you know, you can go to eastwestbookshop.com, check it out. You can also find out more at, what's your website? Because they could go there too. Bookofsurprises.com. Awesome. Um, and I want to make sure that folks do know that this is more than just a book signing. There's workshop available. There's more than just going there and getting a copy of the book. They'll get to spend time with you. Yeah. With me and the actual author of the book, Deirdre. Deirdre. 
Yeah. Those mystical visions and her mystical poems and her insights. Now, let me explain why I named it the Not-So-Little Book of Surprises. Yes. It didn't start out that way. But the way it started out was Deirdre has 10 years of transcripts of her teaching and probably 20 years of poetry. She was writing a, a big, long book and kept getting tripped up. And I said, honey, why don't, why don't I just put together a book based on your quotes? And I'll do it like a movie. You know, as a documentary filmmaker, you pull out quotes yeah. and then you associate images with it. I said, I can do that. So I started going through and pulling out their quotes and her quotes are surprising. She l languages things in a way that you probably never heard before. And she has a very unique perspective on many things that some of them you've heard before, some of them you hadn't. And I, yeah. and I started pulling out all the surprising quotes. And after a while, I said, you know, I think I'm going to call this the little book of surprises. <laughs> and it was only after pulling half the quotes out. Now, the joke that she and I have is that I said, okay, I'll do this on one condition. She said, what? I said, you don't get to look at it till I'm done. <laughs> and she was like, uh, okay, well, you made what the bleep. I guess you know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, because I knew that she would, she, I mean, she's very loving and, and the, the quotes I pick are a little edgy. Some are funny, some are in your face, some are beautiful. So there's, yeah. that's part of the surprise thing. So the joke is that she wouldn't have picked most of those quotes out, but I did. And now that I did, she's happy with them. So that's how it came about. Well, I mean, you're right about that because, you know, and also I have to say that when I, when you come across the quotes, you have to, I, I do double takes, so to speak. So I was going through and I was looking at um, one in particular again, as if I had missed it the first time around and evolution and creation are the same thing. That's what it means to be in co-creation. And I'm like, what, <laughs> right, what? <laughs> you know, it was like one of these moments last night. I'm like, what? But that's really what this is. And maybe it's because today I'm different. Maybe today I'm looking at something that seems different. Maybe because today I, I recognize the image right above this that was so striking to me today um, and my interpretation of that. Um, I wanted to ask you this question about you know, this notion of spiritual practice. We hear the term over and over and over again. And I was talking with a friend of mine over the weekend who said, you know, I need to find my spiritual practice. And out of my mouth, probably because I read your book, I said, oh, I didn't know it was lost. And it took her a minute. <laughs> it took her a minute. And... It's one of those things that I wanted to ask you about because there is an energy of it, and yet there could be, if some people wanted to look at it, a science of it. And I'd love to ask you your thought on that. You mean a science of spiritual practice? Yes. Well, there is a certain you know, science to that. If you look, um, I'm familiar more with the Tibetan Buddhist mm -hmm. practices. And there, you know, they have their, they've been working that since uh, Buddha left the planet for 2,500 years on what are the practices. And they have the, the things where they'll chant certain things at certain times and do certain sutras and, uh, of course, all the different types of meditation. 
Um, so there's lots and lots and lots of practices. There's some practices, there's, you know, the Zen practice where it's mindfulness, you know, when you're washing the dishes, you know, be very, don't be off thinking about the game of Thrones, be where you are, wash the dishes, feel the texture of the soap on your hands. You know, there's those mindful practices. There's some practices where it's not formal and meditating. It's just always have, um, the silent watcher or the observer. We have mm-hmm. some stuff in the book about the silent watcher. There's a part of ourselves that is always just watching, just logging everything. And stay at that part. Keep a fraction of yourself always observing what's going on, like you're you're a helicopter pilot for yourself. Mm. So um so there's I mean there's just tons and tons of practices and and generally the science is people have tried it. And either it worked or it didn't. And when it didn't work, they say, well, moving on. So um, there is that. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. science turned around and looked at some of these meditators and hooked them up to EKGs and everything else. And said, boy, they really do go into a different brain state by doing these. So there's those feedback loops. And there's even biofeedback where you can, you know, tune their people are using that. To tune, so you know there's there's all these practices that go on, and you know part of the journey is finding which ones work for you because it's not one size fits all. You know, it's funny we're talking about this. I I play. I, I was joking that at Bell Labs I learned how to play ping pong. You know, today I refer to it as table tennis, right? right? You know, it's the difference between hitting a ball back and forth and hitting a ball at about seventy miles an hour, and Uh, somebody was taking a picture over the weekend and I don't, you know, when I play, I don't really want pictures taken or video. And he, he happened to be videotaping these other guys playing. And he took a picture of me right before my face, right before the, the opponent was going to serve the ball right before there's a nanosecond right before. And he took a picture of my face and he said to me, where do you go? This was his question. Mm. Where do you go in that moment? You know, where do you go? And I just looked at him and I didn't really have a good answer for him. But it's a place that I go before every serve. There's this moment of absolute focus. And I don't know how to describe it. But if you looked at the picture... It almost looks like I'm being possessed or something, but it's that moment where time stops. And I wanted to ask you about these moments of time stopping and what it is about that that could give us the surprise of peace. Well, before you even said time was stopping, I would have, I knew, I said, oh, I know what you're doing. You're stopping time. Mm. You're basically stopping time and expanding time out. It's like an accordion. You expand it out because you know that ball's going to come zipping over the net. It's going to come, there's going to be spin on it one way or another. Based on all that, you're going to have to move and decide how to, there's a lot of stuff you got to do right away. So you just get in that where you can react so quickly, you're not even thinking about it. So you're also, I would say, in that moment, setting up your physiology to be able to react in it in a certain way without really your conscious mind thinking, oh, well, there's top spins. So that means I have to. Yeah. You know, you're not doing that. 
you, you practice. So you're just, you know what you do. And that's something, like I said, also happens during a surprise is this time can expand. So what that tells, what that tells people tells me is that you can, in your mind, in your focus, you can go into altered states. So you go into an altered state, remind me never to play you for money, by the way. (laughs) Okay. Now I know, um, go into an altered state and then you can do that. So you could apply, you could apply that to your life. Let's say, you know, there's something and someone comes up and says, okay, well, I'm going to do this deal and we're, we're only going to give you 3 million and we want seven back and blah, blah, blah. So what do you say, Pat? And then, you know, at that point you may just stop. And instead of like reacting or instead of spinning through all the gears in your head, you go into that state for a minute because they just hit something over the net with a lot of top spin. And now you just look at it. And then at that point, the intuition comes up and you go, oh, no, it's not, <laughs> not going to work. There's, this is a train wreck waiting to happen. And you just say no without even knowing why. So we all have that ability. Now, in your case, that ability comes through your practice. So when he says, oh, I've lost my spiritual practice, you know, the practice that you've done of playing ping pong allows you to pop into those states. So yeah, yeah. I, I would say that that ping pong for you is a spiritual practice. Yeah, it totally is. And by the way, so is doing radio. Um, you know what you, uh, you were asking me before about the questions. I don't really know where they come from. I do do the preparation But I am really so curious and I so honor the work that you've done that I love where this place is between what we connect. I also think there's a part of what you and I do that somehow along the way we're tapping in to what our listeners may want, tapping into something that we're going to bring forth. When we come back from break, what is it? about the darkness that could invite the light even when we least expect it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Will Lawrence, the book, everybody just wants you to know the not so little book of surprises. And by the way, darkness and light. What do you think this says? We'll tell you when we come back. We'll be right back. Thrive is what we experience when our mind, body, and soul operate as one. When we thrive, we excel on all levels. Thrive is the mindset that matters. It is essential to our being. Have you ever found yourself looking for the instruction manual on how to thrive? You'll find everything you need to help you feel strong, powerful, and peaceful in your own body. So don't waste any more time. Visit thrivebygen.com today. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. 
Tune in to the hit show, Mouthing Off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio, featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net for show days and times. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Oh my gosh, Benny, Benny just played a song from my past. That's Creep by Radiohead. Um, you know, there's some things in life, Will, that um, I, I've shared with our listeners that I totally relate to. One of them is that song, because for a large part of my life, that's the way I viewed myself. And we actually did a show about it where I actually talked about that. Um, I was talking about reflection and what happened to me when I picked up the book last night and I was looking at the book and I said something to you and we'll come back to the light and dark, but I said something to you during the break about how my experience with it was really different this time. And I was surprised. I mean, I even pointed out one of the pictures, the burnt toast and that old school toaster, right? And I said, I just started to cry from that because I had a memory. Are people sharing stories like that with you? Well, people are, it's interesting that the people who seem to be getting the book the most are the people that interview us. And uh, this one woman said, you know, I get books all the time. I do interviews and I get books and books. I've never had a book like this. This is magical. Yeah, it is. We've we've gotten that a fair amount now, and and there is something about the book. And again, it's not, you know, it's not like oh, I'm a genius. I put together this great book, and and Deirdre did. But you know, there are these messages that that have come through uh, Deirdre that yeah. are just really surprising, which is why I named it that. And then 
you know, when I put the book together, I had the whole thing done in three months from when I first said, let me uh, pull some quotes until it was done and off to the printer just in three months. So when stuff happens like that, light speed, and that's a pun, and the speed of light, this book just happened. So she and I both kind of at times just stand back and look at it and go, wow, how did we ever do that? So there's something... There's something going on here, and there's some magic. And this is what artists do. You can encode magic. You can encode um, – a term in Tibetan Buddhism. It's called a terma, which ah. is called a hidden treasure. And you can encode in physical objects certain energies. And, of course, that was done in What the Bleep too. So yeah. there, are, there are energies encoded in this book that when you read it, especially if you have a certain awareness when you're opening it, certain things are just going to jump out to you and just speak to you, often in ways you don't even know why the tears are rolling down your face. So it's magic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right about it. And Dietre is going to be doing a show with us. We're, we're going to bring her to talk again in more detail and really explore some of the mystical sides of this. Because when I looked at that that toaster, for those of you, I should show you, I should show everybody the picture. And yeah. so if you look at the picture, this is the toaster, right? Um, I shared with you that one of the last memories I had of my mom was when she burnt the toast in a to- in an old school toaster like that. You know, people people watching this are like, "What is that? That's a toaster." Yeah, that's a to- and they and when you burnt something in those, that is what would happen. They would literally catch on fire like that. And I think I was struck by it, Will, because my mom died in a fire. You know, her suicide was her second attempt. And she failed at the first. And the second time, she just like, I'm going to light the place on fire. And I think that was part of it. And I think sometimes the energy of of people that are close to us comes through. That's what I love about this book. It gives us time to stop and have moments like that where we honor the dignity of the human spirit, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you're going for yep yeah and that's what dj brought to the book with you you know that's the beauty of her you know the magic of her um and the wisdom of her you know both of you two lives that come together to create something so beautiful so magical um and this is what the world i think will needs more of right now well another thing we put in the book is there's it's it's a hopeful book in the end it's very hopeful and again with all the stuff that's going on now all our systems falling apart all the everything it really there's a lot of hope in that there's a way it's like there's a way out of the mess there's a way out of the mess now you know we don't put like one two three do this you know breathe through one nostril and everything will become great but there's a way out of there there's a one of the, my favorite quotes is um, Deirdre says, there's a path that can lead you back to God. There's a path that's been written. So, you know, things like that, it's, it's hopeful. And um, I just wanted to stress that because I think, oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Well, this phone has been jumping off the hook over here already. Oh um, but I'm glad you mentioned it because I wake up every day and this is my 
Deidre is probably calling, right? Because she's intuitively knowing we're talking about her right here, I bet. (laughs) I never thought in a million years that I would, this is our 14th year doing this show. And I never thought that I would have this life. I didn't think about it. But that doesn't mean I wasn't open to it when it showed up. And I want to ask you this last question. This hour went really, really zip by. What would be your message to help us be open to possibilities despite what the landscape may look like? Well, this is something that I do often. There's an old Chinese tale. It's called... Could be good luck, could be bad luck, who's to say? Have you ever heard that? Yeah, 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 I love it. Yeah, I'll just tell very briefly, there's a farmer. He's got, he's got a, a, a little farm with a kid, his son, and they got a horse, and they can barely make ends meet, and the horse runs away. The neighbors come up and say, oh, horrible, horrible. And the, the old man goes, could be good luck, could be bad luck, who's to say? A week later, the horse comes back, and the horse has found a mate, and it's this young new stallion they're oh my god that's a great you are so lucky could be good luck could be bad luck who's to say then the kid starts riding the horse he really likes he falls off breaks a leg oh that's horrible could be good and this goes on and on forever and so really when things happen you know i look back at some things that happen you think are horrible and and later you say well that was actually pretty good so one of the attitudes i think is you can either think just the universe is random and bad things happen to me, or you can think it's all karma and I'm a bad person, or you take the assumption that, look, everything's a learning experience. Everything's a learning experience, and here we go. So how am I going to react to this learning experience? And that kind of takes the sting out of a lot of the quote-unquote bad things. Oh, my God, they're calling again. (laughs) Someone... So I hope that answers the question, and I'm going to unplug my phone. It's all right. Well, I want to thank you. I can't wait to the next time we talk. I can't wait till you come to Seattle. September 9th, everyone, East West Books, Workshop, Will, Deidre, all of the above. And listen, go to the website, bookofsurprises.com. This is the book. I cannot say enough about it. And I want to thank you, Will, for all that you've done to help people like me who didn't know it was possible to have a larger perspective of life. Thank you for all your work. You're certainly welcome. And same to you too. Like I said, who knows if we would have got our distributor if it wasn't for you. And boy, I'll tell you, I love being at that theater out there. That was a first for me. Will Lawrence, everybody, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.